Welcome to the Good Times Are Killing Us podcast. It is your host, Mark, and I'm joined, as always, with K-Town. K-Motherfucking Town for the Lord Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> and David. Hello, everybody. It is your guy, Jesus. Blessed be the fruit. And this is the podcast where we explore the history, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the most controversial people, movements, and organizations in our modern world. We'll tell you the story, and then we'll give you our take. And today, we're talking about... The Catholic Church. Easily, I mean, this is going to be a huge one, y'all. We told y'all we would. We said this for a long time, and now we're doing it. We're finally fucking the doing fucking it. The fucking prophecy is true. <laughs> the Lord has fucking cometh, and we are about to spread his fucking message all over your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this we're spreading the message, the whole message, as a matter of fact. This is going to be at least a three-part series, easily the biggest series we've ever done. Yeah. We've been thinking about this since the beginning of the uh, podcast. I don't think we've mentioned it too many times, but this is meant to be like a whole project. We're doing this episode, then we're going to take a little bit of a break because it is a lot to do yeah. religion. I mean, research on the history of a religion in like three consecutive movements, but we're doing the whole thing. And today we're mostly just talking about the early history of Christianity up to it becoming like, you know, the official religion of Rome. So... That's what we're doing today, then we'll get into some other stuff, and then we'll get into the modern day. Yeah, so just to be clear, we're, we're, we're doing the breadth of the, Catholic, of the Catholic Church, or I mean brushstrokes as we do, you know, but we're going to split it up into three parts, and it won't be consecutive. So we'll have this part one, and then we'll probably have something else, and then part two coming shortly after that, something else, and then part three down the line. So it's going to be like a summer event, guys. Welcome to it. Absolutely. And, and to keep it interesting, for the first time ever... We're not going to give any calls of judgment until yeah. the very end. Yeah, we're going to yep, save yep. it. We're going to save this heat. We're going to give you all this information. We're going to do this whole history deep dive on the Catholic Church. And not until the final episode, the third episode, will we call it and give the titular call, Are the Good Times Killing Us? So if you're not a regular listener, like, first of all, uh, it needs to be said, we are not, like, academically trained historians. We are not history majors. We are not historians by trade. This is not really a history podcast. I'm yeah, fucking we, ignorant. Yeah, we're, we are some dudes. Yeah, we are some dudes <laughs> that just did a lot of research. I mean, we did a lot, but look, we, we're not, like, formally, uh, you know, educated in this stuff. But the whole shtick is we talk about the controversy, and at the, at the end, we'll make our call. Is this, are the good times killing us or not? Is this good or is this bad? Is this helping the world or does it need to go? We will make that call on the entirety of the Catholic Church by the end of this series. But before we get into any of this Catholic Church shit, we gotta make sure to tell you guys to follow us on the socials. God, I feel like Jesus in the fucking temple flipping tables right now. You gonna sell our socials right now? Hey, when we talking about the Lord? We gotta be prophets of our social media, <laughs> uh, social media platform. Ding, ding, ding. God called. He said that you need to support us on social media. Give us a rate and review on Apple, Spotify. Yep, yep. Follow us on the Facebook at the Good Times Are Killing Us Podcast, on Instagram at Good Times Killing Us Podcast, and on the Twitter at Good underscore Times underscore Dead. Dead. Dead, dead, and dead, like Payne dead, said, dead, leave dead, a rating or review dead, on Apple dead, or Spotify. Dead, Give us those five stars only, please. Don't come in there with that, yeah, I really like your stuff, and blah, 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 and, and then like four stars. No, five stars only. But also on those socials, you can tell us what you want us to talk about. Or, you know, tell us what you like or don't like about the podcast. Save it for there. Hell yeah, and if you leave us a review, we'll read it right here on the air. And as a matter of fact, we do have one to read today. 
Nah, we don't. Oh, I thought we did. <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn son of a bitch! I'm going to leave that in, too. <laughs> all right, all right. So, yeah, let's just... All right, so you know what? That's actually probably a good thing because, damn, we have a lot to fucking get into in this yeah. episode. But before we get into, like, the whole history and everything like that, where are we all coming from with, like, you know, especially for an episode like this, and depending on where a lot of people that don't know us are coming in, I think it's really important that you all know where we're coming from with the Catholic Church, but also, like, its history. So where are y'all coming at with, like, your experience with Catholicism and also how aware were you really of the history of Catholicism and Christianity before doing this research? I think most of my life growing up I knew that Catholicism, the Catholic Church was a thing but and I knew it was something separate from the churches that we went to but I didn't really fully truly understand and or what the difference was and it wasn't until uh, maybe like 2013, 2014 me and my wife went to a, a, a Catholic wedding and I was like oh shit like i am out of my depth i don't know what's going on here like all the call and respond things i didn't know and get and just the way they did things it was really i really realized that i was like okay this is something way different because a catholic wedding is i've never been to one myself but is it basically kind of like a church actually yeah we yes. watched a video of yeah it. it absolutely is absolutely is. come at you with it's pretty boring <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. pretty. It, it, it's kind of tough it's kind of tough yeah. but you know that's your thing i mean it was sure. something way different and Fine. even still until like recently doing some of this research i didn't really know much about the catholic church and why it was so different okay so how much did you know about like the history <laughs> of christianity and like how it became like the religion that we all, you know, I mean, just grew up with. I mean, um, not much. I mean, I know the stories, the Bible stories and stuff. I didn't know, like, you know, much about that. I didn't take any, like, religious studies classes in school or anything like that. So, I mean, I, I knew some stuff, you know, but not, not what we're about to get into. I mean, so I was raised Southern Baptist. Hell Hard yeah. fucking core Southern Baptist. Say word, brother. So there's nothing more than my reverend love than to get up in front of the church and bash Catholics on Sunday. <laughs> that is a thing, dude. A lot of like, people come for like Catholics. Fucking like talking bashing some Catholics. Um, so I had a lot of that kind of background, but I also took a lot of AP history classes. I was really big into history. Uh, growing up it was my favorite subject i still to this day like just like learning about history it's really cool and interesting to like learn about other cultures and like figure stuff out it's kind of like the basis for this podcast is like yeah my yeah. hunger for history we get into history Hell yeah. yeah i mean everything's history i mean even incels and shit like there's a history behind that like yeah we usually in the history of shit like that like that's, incels that's what and we're <laughs> doing so like this furries. is this is maybe a bit more not as goofy as that but it's still coming from a place where like you know, we're finding out about shit. Wait, so, we're not going to be silly and goofy on this episode? I mean, not, we're not talking about anyone putting on a diaper and shitting their pants, but <laughs> we're talking about a man nailed to a cross and getting tortured for 48 hours. But, we're talking about a little bit of that, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So, like, I, I actually knew a lot of the history. Like, I learned a lot about the Crusades, like, um, how Constantinople became, like, the, the mecca for, like, Christianity during that time period, and, like how that kind of had a ripple effect with world politics just as a yeah. whole. Like, Christianity is probably the most, like, substantially important event. I think in modern history, it completely shaped every single aspect of our political and social world. Dude, I mean, the Catholic Church is pretty much <clears throat> the single most influential force 
organization group in I would say possibly the history of, of the world yeah. of humanity. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily that's a good or a bad thing, but it is something you can say it's not big. even having to like be religious that you can ag- everyone can agree on. Like Christianity has a, a facet in every single part of our lives. Like even black metal, black metal is like an answer. Like yeah, it's a pendulum swinging back at Christianity. Yeah, yeah like yeah. everything can go back to like Christianity. Like weird fucking sexual fetishes, like adult baby diaper lovers. Like those are probably some like repressed Christians growing up. Like probably most topics yeah. that we do are only a, a few degrees separated from Christianity. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> and somehow. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I definitely i I know a lot about Catholicism. Um, I've gone to a, a Catholic funeral not a wedding and Mm. like i had the same experience as you mark like wow i was standing up there like my stepdad's father was uh, a devout catholic and when he passed away like i went to the the funeral and everything paid my respects he was a good dude um but like i had no idea what the fuck was going on i felt like an idiot like (laughs) everyone like i was like probably the only non-catholic there yeah same everyone standing i like i'm sitting down like the priest is saying stuff and then all of a sudden, everyone's standing up and, like, saying stuff back. And I'm just, like, like oh. five seconds later, like, whoa, whoa, whoa uh, you just, okay. You just, 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 like, nodding my head, like, yep, yep. Yeah, you just mouth some words, like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Like, it's crazy, like, like, the amount of discipline and, like, training. like It's robotic. It's, it's training it's like, to, like, know how to do that shit. It's like a really boring version of, like, a punk show, you know, like, where everyone knows the words, but instead it's just, like, very unenthusiastic. Yeah, it, and- I think that's a really good, like, analogy. Like, it's literally like going to, like, a hardcore show for the first time and everyone's doing the pile-on and you're in the back like, what the fuck like, is how going do they all know yeah. these How do they know to jump in at that time <laughs> yeah. and, and scream into the mic? So, yeah, I mean, I, I think I have a, a, a pretty generalized understanding of what's going on. Okay. Yeah, same. Um, I was raised Episcopalian, actually. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't raised, like, super religious, but my family did go to church at, at a fair number of occasions, kind of scattered throughout my life, and there were always Episcopalian churches, which is basically the American version of the Anglican Church, which is a church that was famously founded by Henry VIII, which is something we're going to get into definitely on the second episode when, like, Protestantism comes in. But, like... Um, I did go to a Catholic school in 7th and 8th grade, and I had to go to Mass um, every Wednesday. And the service was just like the Episcopal Church, and I later went on to find out that basically the Episcopal Church is like just like the Catholic Church, only like the priests can actually get married, and they're not, they're not like as creepy. Yeah, um, yeah, King, uh, King Henry was wanting to fuck, so yeah. he actually founded that church. I got it. He was like, I need chick. some new pussy. <laughs> yeah, basically the, the Pope would not let Henry VIII uh, get a divorce because he was upset that his, his wives were not giving him uh, a male. Or they were ugly. Yeah, so so he just killed them, and after he just killed one after another until eventually it's been like fucking. I'm just gonna create my whole new religion, which is just Catholicism, but a little bit different. It's just a little, it's a slightly more liberal version of Catholicism. But anyway, like the the services there were a lot like Catholic churches, so I've been to a lot of similar types of things, and I did go to Catholic church, and even when I was, uh, or I did go to Catholic school, but even when I was at Catholic school, I remember like the religion teacher uh, was always a huge dick to me. I remember like the administration there were always kind of like cold and weird to me and I always kind of felt like maybe it was because I wasn't Catholic. Like at a Catholic knew. service, you can't give communion. Like all the Catholic kids would go up and get communion. If you weren't Catholic, you couldn't get that. Not that I really wanted to anyway, but it still kind of made me feel like ostracized. Uh, um, yeah, you don't want yeah. no juice, bro? Dude, like honestly, being there, of course he wanted it. He's like eight, dude. I mean, I I mean, I was like eight. I was like uh, eleven or twelve. But like, 
Or like he was out. He he grew out of juice by then. Yeah, he still wanted some juice. I get some wine. Uh, but yeah, like uh, that's honestly when I started to be like get into like punk rock and horror movies and stuff like that was like dealing with like these Catholics. Honestly, that was your pendulum swinging back on them. Yeah. Oh, you won't give me juice and crackers? Fuck you! I'll worship Satan. (laughs) I mean, sort of like honestly. (laughs) Uh, but like I mean, yeah, like I mean, I was I was kind of religious, uh, you know, to some degree as a kid. But I'm I'm not really religious now. Um, I'm, I'm not Catholic. I'm, I'm, I would call myself kind of like basically agnostic. So I don't really have that sort of connection to it. Uh, and as far as the history, like I knew a decent amount from like going to church when I was a kid and stuff like that. Um, I took a world religion class, um, in college, which was really interesting, but we really only had like a week to talk about it. I mean, Christianity was just one religion out of like, you know, there's also Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, Taoism, yada, yada, yada. So it was just one thing, and I remember being fascinated by a lot of what I learned, but besides that, like, I've definitely learned a lot in this episode, because like I said, I'm not super religious, so I never really felt super compelled to research this stuff outside of its influence over the rest of the world and history and politics, which, like you said, Kate Town, like, this is, this is huge. This is, I mean, it might seem like an overstatement to someone who hasn't really thought about it, but if you give it some thought, like, yeah, this is kind of the biggest force that exists like out of i mean for the rest of this podcast we're gonna be lowballing after this one <laughs> unless we go for yeah. like humanity i guess which that could be the final episode maybe. i think that's interesting what you brought up though is about kind of like your religious um like what you would describe your spirituality as now like what would you say yours is mark Dude, it's hard to say. I can't put it Yeah, let me get a beer for this one. Let me get a cold one for this one. I think I got, like, a lot of deep-rooted Christian beliefs, like, from, like, childhood. But I don't know if that's just, like, programming, you know? So, it's hard hard for me. I think I'm kind of in the same way. I think I'm a mix of, like, agnostic and, like, barely Christian. Same, honestly. Um, Like, I definitely... I was really big into church and I'm, I'm really anti-church now just from a political standpoint and from even a teaching standpoint, like Jesus and everything really preach love and like compassion to your fellow man. And like you don't modern day Christianity does not have that for me, like in any way, shape or form. I still have like my, I guess my faith in God and Jesus. Like I, there's something in me that pulls me towards that. And kind of like you were saying, like, I don't know if that's just programming from so many years or if it's like an actual true faith. My mom, me and my mom talk about it a lot. She says I have a, a blind faith. Like, I, I have something there and I don't quite know what to put on it. Like, I still believe in science and like, yeah, all the fantastical stories in the Bible still kind of like seem off to me. But like, there's something there pulling me to like, I think I believe think in Jesus. At the end of the day, like, uh, when like because i'm a father so like when my wife or would go to church with my mother-in-law and her family and stuff like i didn't really go but like i i, I let my daughter go yeah you know? so i'm like you know i would love for my like my it wasn't kid. something that i was like nah you you, you chill here because i couldn't explain to her yeah. why so like it's go. not your bag but you're not like against it no yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah i mean i would i would say that i most closely identify as um a non-theistic christian because like basically like i'm agnostic i mean you could say atheist but i mean i don't know agnostic feels like a better label but like i just kind of accept the fact that like i intrinsically like my mora- my sense of morality has been so molded by basically you know christianity and 
you know, by yeah. consequence of that uh, Judaism, as we all do. Like, I mean, even most agnostic, agnostics and atheists, they are based, I would say that most of them are actually non-theistic Christians. Most people, I think, that are agnostics still hold on to whatever their kind of, the religion is that their parents believed in or that is kind of permeating throughout their culture, which in the United States, Christianity is definitely the biggest religion. It's the biggest world religion in the world. Um, so I, I kind of accept that's influenced me. And as far as Jesus goes, I mean, I, I also kind of feel like a sort of connection to this idea that I have of Jesus, this right. person, the idea of like turning the other cheek and having this sort of supreme empathy and compassion. That is something that really does move me um, in the same way that other religions do. Like I, because I took that word religions class, I also got really into Taoism and uh, uh, Buddhism. And those are also religions that influence me a lot. But Jesus has, I feel a little bit of a closer connection because that's what I knew as a kid. Um, but I do not believe in the miracles. I don't believe that he was the son of God. I don't believe that he died and came back to life. I believe that Jesus was probably a real person, which we'll get into that in just a moment. But uh, I think he was just a really, really just good dude. I think yeah. occasionally in the world, there are just people, whether it's nature or nurture that does this to him, there are just occasionally anomalies of humanity, I think, that are capable of a sort of level of compassion that just goes beyond so many people that it's like almost infectious is a bad word to use but i think like he's one of the, he was just one of those really bright lights in the history yeah. of humanity i think one of the last people that probably existed maybe it's kind of corny but i think martin luther king would probably be like one modern person like that they're just people that exist like that and jesus was one of them i think another thing funny recently that i just discovered about kind of my understanding of jesus kind of go on off topic here but like i've been playing this game pathfinder a lot which is a a Nissan like, game. No, no, it's, a, it's an offshoot of Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm playing as a paladin right now, which is supposed to be lawful good, but I've actually lost my shift on my character to neutral good, because, like, lawful good is pretty much, like, what I feel like modern-day Christianity is. Like, mm. it's still good in a sense, but... You gotta um, have rules, hard rules. Like, hard rules, hard lines. Like, someone does something, like, fuck them. And, like, I definitely feel like Jesus was more of a neutral good because, like, that's yeah. how I'm playing my character as. Like, okay. I'm definitely, like, maybe forgiving of some people that had, like, shady backgrounds and, like, trying to find the good in people rather than just striking the hammer down on you're, everyone. You're WWJD in it. Which is Hell which yeah. is kind of fucking up my characters because I can't use a lot of my fucking mythical powers. I can't lay hands on fucking ghouls no, right you, now you, because you, I'm hey, not lawful good. You can't be demonic. Listen, y'all. Look, I got, I got a build in Elden Ring right now called the Jesus build oh, God. where I follow the path of Christ in the game. And now we've stepped into oh, the, the confessor. Elden Ring. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually, yeah. But, but I actually gave into magic. I'm using Moonveil now. I'm cheaping it out, so I succumb to the devil. Hey, yo, fucking Moonvale. Hey, yeah. We out here, baby. <laughs> Dude, there's some nerds right, right now that are just like, Moonvale! Moonvale? What, you're going to tell me next you're playing Rivers of Blood? We're yeah, getting exactly. so deep and now off topic. we got to bring <laughs> yeah, this let's back. Get into let's it. reel it back. Let's yeah. talk about Let's talk about this. Let's, get, let's begin this episode. So, yeah, again, we're not historians, but we are getting into the history since the very beginning, the historical context of the time of Jesus, all up until this random dude ended up being the massive influence uh, that he yields over the world today. Uh, but first of all, when we're talking about the historical context of Jesus, it's worth mentioning that there is no actual archaeological evidence or documentation written during his life that proves that Jesus ever actually existed. Yeah. There's not actually... <laughs> Wait any... a minute, what about the Bible? Yeah, that's uh, the Bible. I mean, first of all, most of the, the Gospels, the story of Jesus, those were written by people that lived after the time of Jesus anyway, just through, like, uh, letters that were passed down and shit like that. But we don't actually have... Like, we'll eventually get to the one example we do, like, one of the first examples we have of non-religious documentation of them. But, yeah, there's no archaeological evidence. There's no 
DNA information. We got nothing. But it's important to note that DNA. there was really, like, barely any evidence of, like, any common peasants during the time period of this time, during during this time period at all. Well, yeah, we didn't write about the small folk. Wait, wait a yeah. minute, wait a minute. You're saying the king of kings was a peasant? Dude, that's why we fuck with Jesus, dog. I mean, honestly, he yeah, he was just a regular guy. So much like the other 99.9% of the population, Jesus was simply not considered significant enough to be officially documented until after a century later when his influence began to be something that could not go unrecognized. The yep. king of kings? Yeah, he was just a dude, bro. That's why we fuck with Jesus. He was just like, he was just a regular dude. They didn't even, he wasn't even gonna, I mean, back then they didn't have like birth certificates. They didn't have, you know, Facebook. I mean. And no way to ID all these people. Yeah, exactly. You're just a dude. You're and just no one a dude. wrote stories about the small folk, you know. They, you know, it was all about the nobles and people who had great achievements. You yeah, know? they just talked. I mean, if we, I mean, if we were people living at any other time period where we don't have the amount of documentation we have, we probably would just be unnoticed as well. I mean, it's important to remember, we are going back 2,000 years in history. This is like, the it's furthest, really hard to document this shit. This is the furthest we've ever gone back. We did go back a little bit further in the uh, uh, Ancient Torture Techniques episode, uh, which, by the way, listen to that episode because uh, <laughs> we talk about crucifixion in that one, baby. Spoiler alert. But, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who gets crucified? <laughs> yo, don't spoil it, dog. Don't, Maddie. Dude. <laughs> For some reason. Yo, straight up, I would love to crucify that motherfucker. <laughs> so, Jesus was most likely actually born somewhere between 4 and 6 BC, according to biblical scholars, despite the fact that BC literally means before Christ. So, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, it's just like... I think they correlated some dates that are described in the Bible, and they're all like, eh, it would have made more sense for him to be born at this time period because of these events. You know, he couldn't have been that old by this time period. Wow, so they're already rewriting canon. Yeah, dog. Yeah, this is, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. That's the interesting thing about this is we're going to get into how basically this is all, like, just comics and little shitty, like, fanfic books from, like, Star Wars nerds so that eventually disney Star War- So, Star Wars people, like, me and Mark and you have been arguing about shit for, since the beginning of time, just... It's just been different shit. Like, Christianity was just Star Wars, and we're all fighting about it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, what's Legends and what's canon... Oh yeah, there's a lot. I mean, basically, what we're telling right now, this is the prequel trilogy, baby. This is the, this is episode one, uh, Anakin Skywalker, aka Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ was born in Judea, which is modern day Israel, which was a politically and culturally fractured land in no small part due to their pre- their occupation by the Roman Empire since 63 BC. After which Emperor Augustus had appointed a Jewish man named Herod to rule over the divided land, who was a particularly brutal leader that would employ secret police and even have three of his own sons executed just to maintain. Social order. So for all this time, like, why didn't they just spell Judea J E W D? I mean, I mean, the, the spelling in all this shit is crazy. By the way, it's worth mentioning Jesus's real name in Hebrew, Yeshua. Yeshua. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember a lot of this stuff. I mean, this is like the Bible is basically Hebrew translated into Greek, translated into Latin, Latin, translated into like early versions of a lot of European languages, and then eventually the King James Bible that most English people know, which was also translated into modern English. So like, words get a little bit fucked up. So bring it back real quick. So Herod like divided the land and he killed his sons. Yeah, I mean, I guess he had a lot of kids because after he died, he just like appointed his kids. To yeah, run my over boy, the whole time. my boy didn't have no condoms. He raw dogged every time. Wild, wild. yeah, just having a kid every single time you fuck. God, you imagine that? <laughs> That's so oh, terrible. God. I'd have four kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
the thing about Herod is like basically like the Roman Empire, like they were running all these places, they were occupying all these different places, but they didn't want to like cause too much of a stir. So they were like, all right, we're gonna get a Jewish man to rule over a Jewish land, but like makes he- sense. But like for Her- us bias, you know? Exactly. <laughs> but a lot of people in Judea like had problems with Herod. They were like, no, his family's only been Jewish for this amount of time. We've been Jewish way longer, and blah 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 blah. So like even Oh, they weren't holding it down? So they didn't agree with him. Like everyone. He was a fucking ideas. new jack. Exactly. I think it would have been a lot cooler if his name was Harold. Harold. <laughs> Can you Harold. imagine just getting killed by a King Harold? That would suck. That would be shitty. Oh, fuck. Harold's coming. Watch oh, out. Oh, but what if you're like, oh, He's got ten more kids this month. It's Prince Harold. He's coming for me, Ed. Yeah, I can He's see that. bloody yeah. Harold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Herod died by the time that Jesus was born, leaving Judea an extremely divided land in his wake. And after his death, his various sons were appointed to rule over the land, which was increasingly following, following into, falling into more chaos because of disputes, leading to more Roman involvement with trying to maintain order among the occupied population. So, so basically... It was also falling into chaos because all his sons were named Harold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the king that not everybody liked, yeah, all of his little shitty sons now run your town, <laughs> basically. Yo, it's crazy because like, when I play Total War Rome, I just... I just <laughs> commit genocide on every settlement I take over because then I don't have any rebellions. Never have this problem. Yeah, I don't have this problem when I'm the Roman Emperor. <laughs> get it together, Herod. Yeah, get it together, Harold. <laughs> uh, during this time period, many Jewish people would claim to be prophets with answers to the instability that plagued the Judean people's lives, with many of them belonging to a variety of groups such as the Pharisees, the Sadducees, Essenes, Zealots, and the Sicarii that would each land somewhere on a spectrum between choosing to cooperate with the Roman occupiers or proclaiming that God would soon kill them all. The Sakari, those are those dudes from uh, Whoa, fucking uh, Avengers. Avengers uh, when Thanos came with the Sakari. Yeah, yeah, they're hold from on, the Bible. Hold on. Yeah, Roll yeah. back up a little bit. You talking? They had some some Sadducee out here. And <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a Sadducee hit different. Pharisee, Essenusie. So they had the Sakaris. They had the Sadducees, which are like a bunch of like Medusas, right? That were sucking dudes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like basically, they were kind of like different like classes of society. Like the Pharisees were like the rich people. The Sadducees were a little bit poorer than them. So like. I think generally there were like rich people that agreed with Rome, rich people that didn't so much like Rome, and then there were like more like mystic people that kind so of. So like they were. They to be were clear, like, I don't know what each of these individuals. So they were did. like the rich Republicans, like the one percent, <laughs> and then like the like West Virginia, like I make twelve dollars an hour to work ninety hours a week, and I can't support my family, but I'm still going to vote against policies that would better my life because they're on a different side of the coin. Yeah, it's elitism, it's classism. Um, in a way, I mean, you could almost say race, maybe not quite racism, but like also like some people, they, they're they not as pure as us. They haven't been in this family as long, that sort of thing. Like, yeah, there was a lot of just general chaos going on at that time period. Um, and for nearly a century before Jesus' life, many Jewish figures believed that the apocalypse was imminent and that a person known as the Messiah would come to resurrect the kingdom of the Jewish God. Basically, they preached that all the Romans that encroached on their life would be killed and that somebody would lead a land where they'd get to finally be in charge. So they were just getting, yeah, they were getting the, the, the short end of the stick and they were, you know, in secret writing like, oh yeah, one day we'll get them and, they'll, and yeah. all the Romans will get their fucking uh, heads cut off and they'll be coming uh, for you this time and we won't be the, the little ones. And You were supposed to be the chosen one! And yeah. we'll get our dick sucked all the time. Yeah, it's, I think it's basically like sort of a combination of like, yo, like, we the best and like, you know, mixing that with like, yeah, let's toss some... Yo, DJ Khaled? You know, this this is 2000 BC, baby. People got stories about Yo, shit. Yo, you think, you know? you think DJ Khaled would have been a Pharisee or a Sadducee? 
<laughs> My guy would have been a Sakari, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> He'd have been riding with Thanos, like... So, real quick, even though this is intended to be an episode about the history of the church, we're going to mostly skip over other information about Jesus' life that is based on the Bible, since Whoa. that is... It's boring! I mean, it's it's boring. <laughs> My boy raised a dude from the dead! My boy hung out with whores! Oh, we're gonna You're make... skipping over the whores, bro? Hey, we're going to talk about it, but mostly that's not really the main focus of this episode, because the Bible, at the end of the day, it is a very biased source. And if you somehow don't know the general story of Jesus, we're going to quickly run through it according yo, to the Gospels of the Bible. Yo, hold up. I... I can't, we can't go on. If we're going to skip a bunch of this stuff, we need to talk about one thing and one thing only. What? Do you think Jesus was a foot guy? He literally had a <laughs> whore wash his feet. Mm. With her hair. Back wow. then, I think, like, that was... <laughs> with her hair. She used her hair as a rag. That is a little bit wild. I think she was just trying to get her hair a little bit. Do you think... Do you <laughs> think... <laughs> Whose idea was it? Was it, was it hers? Or That's Jesus? what I'm saying! Was Jesus like, yeah, bitch, watch that shit with your hair. Nah, she... I mean, dude, this That's is... some OnlyFans shit right there, bro. Dude, it's dusty out there. People she was just trying to get her money. hair washed. She's yeah, like, people... I got water in front of me right now. That's based already. Uh, like, I'm not gonna waste this water not wash my hair true, real quick. Might as well, feet. Yeah, dude, it's a twofer. I don't know, but people you would, know them feet people were dirty, would pay good bro. money for that shit these days definitely uh, yeah. <laughs> i know a guy <laughs> so real quick uh we're going to quickly go over the general story if you really don't know we're going to go over the the story of jesus again remember that this is not a historical account this is a religious account so we're about to share with you if you don't know already the good news of jesus christ according to the gospels of mark matthew luke and john by way of David, Mark, Kyle. Yeah, actually, let's... <laughs> Damn. Damn, yeah, fuck. Honestly, yeah, I mean, fuck. all of us all of us have Christian name. Well, actually, your name is Scottish. Irish. Irish. Oh, yeah, it's Gaelic. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know K-Town was an Irish name. Yeah, yeah but we, we David... <laughs> yeah, yeah, K-Town. Oh, K-Town O'Malley. Yeah. <laughs> the K-Towns of old. Hey, we, hey, we got... But we got a mock here. We got a gospel. We got... Yo, I'm the king. I'm fucking King David out here. You know, we all... Yeah, we all have biblical last names. Isn't that crazy? Maddie? Yeah. Matthew? Let's yeah. get... Uh, let's get into the good news. So, if you don't know, Jesus was born from the virgin mother Mary, who was told that she would bear the son of the one true Jewish God of Abraham. Mm. After being born, they are visited by three kings that gave them gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yo, what the fuck is myrrh, bro? <laughs> Dude, when you... I've, I've heard that word probably a thousand, a million times in my life, and I still don't know what the fuck that is. Real quick, real quick. Three kings, I'm, I want to be the gold guy. I want to be the gold guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't mind some frankincense. Sounds like Frankenstein. Yeah, you yeah. got myrrh, then, Kate. You got myrrh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, real quick, if you don't know, Franken... Which, you don't. Like, who the fuck knows what any of the shit... <laughs> Listen, frankincense and myrrh. Yeah, like, somebody's just at home chewing on some frankincense right now. <laughs> so frankincense <laughs> is a gum-like fragrance now often used in soaps, lotions, and perfumes. So it's some smell good shit because okay. back then you stank. So <laughs> nothing to do with Frankenstein. They're like, yeah, they're like, all, yeah. here's some money, feed the baby, motherfucker stank, <laughs> clean him up. Like he's gonna be shitting a lot. You're gonna need this. Yeah. And, you know, your breath stinks. He can't be the king of kings with a shitty ass. Like. Yeah. And myrrh is a sap-like substance that comes from trees that is used for flavoring, fragrance, and modern cosmetics. But be warned, if you use myrrh today, it might interfere with your body's ability to fight COVID-19. Oh. Spotify about, alert! Yeah, COVID-19 <laughs> information, ask about it. They're going to throw a fact check in the middle of this episode. They're going to be like, oh wow, he's right. And then they're going to be like, you know, dying because they had some myrrh. Listen, uh, the gold guy was definitely stunting on these. Like, he brought yeah. gold. Like, yeah, gold, yeah. Like, That'll like, get things moving. You can buy frankincense and myrrh. With I mean, gold. but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure frankincense and myrrh were worth some money back then. Yeah. Like, 
Motherfuckers literally were starting wars over salt. Like, yeah. I literally spilt, like, a half a pound of salt, like, in my backyard. And it was just like, oh, that's nothing to me. Yeah, I know that Back there's... then, like, literally a thousand people would have been executed for that fucking salt I spilled. Still gold, though? <laughs> like, I mean, I know that there's, like, man some... man had gold. There's, like, some scholars that have been like, oh, they have these, like, items which were regional to this place. So that's why they were from yada, 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 or whatever. Like, assuming, saying that they're basically not Damn, just... Damn, so he, he had the gold mines and they just had some fucking plants. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so let's get back into the good news. So, okay. from an early age, Jesus would participate in fierce debates at Jewish temples where he first began to become recognized for his prowess with words. So he's yeah. just out here just cussing people down. No, he was like, a he was a uh, Neil DeGrasse Tyson type, just like, oh, well, actually... Uh, no, or was he on some <laughs> Ben Shapiro shit out here? <laughs> oh, like, no. He's really stealing the show. No, well, I think you... They're I, like, wow. Well, actually, if you words. really look at the translation of that word, you're a fucking idiot. I think this is My an dad interesting told part. me so, bitch. And, dude, this is straight up some Star Wars shit. Like, he's showing talent from, like, a young age. That's, like, really all you hear about him. But there are some people that believe that this part, you know, there's probably some truth to this. And it's speculated by uh, some that Jesus would argue against the division among Jews at the time who were very elitist. Like, he was this kid, possibly, who was going to all these dudes who were having squabbles over who could say what, who could do what, what was real, what wasn't. And he was like, yo, let's just no, keep get it, along. Keep it together, y'all. You know, you got to stick together. Yeah. Keep it unified. That's what I'm about. And also, not even the Bible accounts for Jesus' life between the ages of 12 and 29. That's because he was gap. in the, the caves with the dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He was, I mean, yeah, we basically know, yeah, he was a boss at 12, or actually, he was born, he was a boss, and then uh, we didn't really know where he went. He made some coffee tables. Yeah, so so go figure, medieval... Rumor has it he was fucking... Rumor has it <laughs> that, dude, hopefully, you think Jesus was... There's a, look... I don't want to. I don't want to. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold this is what on. we do. This is what we do. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus was the perfect man, like according to the Bible. He what, was, do you, what do you? What do you? What do you? He was ideal in every way. Oh no. So, by that definition, Jesus had a perfect hog. Yeah. My boy had a hog. My 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 guy had a rig for sure. He had a fucking rig. <laughs> Definitely. Dude, this oh, is baby. where we lost. And, hold on. And and oh, you know that shit had veins. How many veins do you think that thing was packing? I don't know. We, you think that shit looked like Michael Jordan's arm slam Duncan like in the 90s? It was strong. Dude, this is where Sorry y'all. This is where we just lost a few people. But if you're still with us, you are... Hey, 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 Jesus Christ was a man, whether you believe he was the son of God or not. He was a, a man. So he had... With a hog. With a hog. <laughs> I'm just saying... I'm just saying that because of his perfectness, he would, by definition, have a hog. He was and that's, and that's not even me being sacrilegious or anything. Like, I, I don't even think you could say that sacrilegious. Jesus had a hog, okay? It won't small. It won't small. He didn't have no it was shmeat. perfect. Come on, y'all. Y'all know he didn't have a shmeat. But go on. Go yeah. on, Payne. So this is kind of corny. Medieval English scholars said that he, of course, traveled to Britain. Um, they were like, yeah, yeah, he came here. Yeah, he came over here. <laughs> um, Just traveled a thousand miles on foot with dirty sandals. <laughs> That was just some British shit. It's like, oh, he definitely came here. Hey, the Lord Jesus Christ came to Britain. Definitely. Oh, he, came, he was at the hog's head, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was at the pub downtown he was. Fortnight ago he was. 
Um, but He's a- the one that brought us beans and toast. <laughs> and a lot of scholars believe that he traveled to India to study with other Jewish people in that country. And some modern scholars even believe that he might have even been inspired by Hinduism and especially Buddhism. Some people believe that he was actually inspired, because those religions were around for like hundreds of years. Hinduism thousands of years prior, prior to this. Mm. So, though, so there's a chance that he might have been influenced by that. But that is, He's to like, some, I'll take a taste of that. To some, that could be considered a conspiracy, but it's some people Yeah, chill it. out, Alex Jones over here. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, when he got back in his early 30s, Jesus began to preach throughout Judea, becoming increasingly more popular and getting a large group of followers, including 12 of his most loyal men known as the Apostles. Uh, JCFC Jesus Christ fight crew. Hell yeah! I mean, basically, yeah. And I mean, really, I mean, historically, these are all people He's that were. Up. These are people that are already buying into the whole messianic apocalypse story. Um, so this is just a guy that they found that they're like, yeah, this guy kind of fits the bill, baby. They're like, this is the dude. You and I, you like, what hey, I think would be the dude for the. Apocalypse we've been we've been stuff. looking for a dude. You know dude. what I think would be a great show for HBO to have like as, on a streaming <laughs> service, like Jesus Christ, but like set to like Entourage. Like an entourage type I mean, show, that was but just with Jesus Christ and just uh, pulling this team together. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. They're just getting into little hijinks, like they're like someone's having to like go out and like do promotion for his what, next uh, temple speech. What and, season? Like, what season is Judas? Uh, Judas's betrayal? One, two, or three? Oh, that dude, make, that's that's the last. Finale? That's the last season. Oh, okay. that's season seven of eight. Judas Jeez. is just that one like overly cool guy, just like yeah. What the fuck's this guy even saying? Honestly, though, like come on. Jesus hugs him and kisses him on the ear, and he's like, "You broke my fucking heart. <laughs> you fucking betrayed me. You broke my fucking heart." So, while Jesus never actually claimed to be the Messiah during his lifetime, he was said to be able to perform a host of magic miracles, like walking on water, turning water into wine, healing the sick, helping the blind to see, and materializing food out of thin air. I gotta say, that is probably the most fucking coolest thing I ever heard in my life. Which one? Jesus was a fucking frat boy, dude. Yeah. Like, you imagine, like, the days where we used to party and we ran out of beer at 1130 and no one could go to beer, Jesus, go to the store to get beer. Jesus is like, give me that And my boy, bro. Jesus just coming out and he's like, nah, man, we... It's it's Friday night. We 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 partying. Yeah, he imagine. Could, let me to, see that water. Go, I'm gonna turn that shit to wine. You baby. go to the 202 and Jesus is there, and like everyone's just like, no 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 no, no. hold on to your empties, bro. Yeah yeah yeah. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, he's just touching your can of PBR, and all of a sudden it starts overflowing. And you're like, oh god. <laughs> oh my cup overfilled. I mean, yeah, this dude would be so fucking popular. Of course, it'd just be popular. just cow's <laughs> pizza. Cow's pizza materializing out of thin air. No, oh, trust me, I partied with Jesus the other night. Just fish. <laughs> And fucking beer all day. <laughs> Jesus, just 15 calzillas and uh, wingettes coming like, out. Maddie got sick and Jesus put hands on him and, like, he was fine. He drank another, like, fucking 10 beers. <laughs> I mean, legitimately, Jesus could have just turned the water into, like, juice or some shit. Like, he was like, no, nah, we get no, t- He's like, no, we're <laughs> turning up. No, this is fermented juice, baby, okay? <laughs> So, as Jesus gained more and more influence, he began to be criticized by the local Jewish population for his radical ideas, eventually putting him in the crosshairs of the Roman Empire, who wanted to maintain stability in Judea. So when Jesus was 33 years old, he was sentenced to death by crucifixion, and on the Last Supper with his apostles before his seizure and execution, he gave the first communion meal of bread and wine 
claiming that they were his own body and blood that he gave them has forgiveness. Dude, for their so sin. That's, oh, fuck, that's fucked up, dude. I didn't know he had a seizure before his. Ex- okay, so oh I was gonna say that too because I was like, I was reading that and I was like, yo, he had a seizure. Like my boy just started seizing at the table and they're like, no, we gotta kill this motherfucker. Put him out his misery. God damn. Okay, dude, right. that's on the Bible. Sorry, yeah. that's we found that out. Through Jesus some just foaming at the table, flopping all over. They're like, oh, he's got the Holy Spirit. Kill deep him. research. Deep research found that out. Yeah, yeah we're it. the first to drop that information, actually. We dug real deep. It just dropped. CNN's got a story on us now. And by the way, please. <laughs> Three young local scholars. Please, please listen to our Top Torture Techniques episode for more information about crucifixion, because that episode is a banger. Like, yeah, it's a really funny episode, you know. Yeah. Shouts to us. Yeah, fucking A, dude. So, early Christians claimed that three days after the death of Jesus, he returned from the dead to tell his followers that the messianic prophecy was true, and he instructed them to go out and spread the word of his life, teachings, death, rebirth, and the true status as a savior of all mankind, and thus ends the good news of Jesus Christ, our Lord. All righty then. Let us pray. Where did he go? Where did he what go? What the fuck was that? I'm snoring. Oh. <laughs> where did like, he go after Like a that? hog eating. <laughs> he had a hog. Because like he had a hog. Where, where did he go after that? Uh, I, I oh. They said he ascended, he ascended oh, back oh, up. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of... Dude, which by the way... and went back? I've listened, yeah. and by the way, as we wrap this up, and that to kind of intersect with that, like, so much of the research for this, as you can imagine, like, a lot of it was, like, historical and secular, but a lot of it was some Christians. And they always just say, after the ascension, and I'm just like, all right, all right. <laughs> like, but hey, you know what? If you believe that, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine, man. Yeah, honestly, it's... Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's as fine as anything else, you know, yeah. so... Alright, so let's get into some more, like, you know, history. So, after the execution of Jesus, a tent maker named Paul claimed to have a revelation from God, instructing him to travel all throughout the Mediterranean. And it's claimed that throughout the 40s and 50s, Paul traveled to synagogues starting in Israel, through the Syrian coast, modern-day Turkey, Greece, Italy, Crete, and Cyprus, to spread the message and story of Jesus, and even establish several of the first churches along the way. Shit, he went to Cypress Hill, dog? <laughs> yeah, he went to the Cypress Hill concert, and he found a... a he ate, some, oh, I he mean, ate some spaghetti, had a gyro, ate some, some fried turkey. There's some strong wookery <laughs> at work here with Paul. My guy was, like, on yeah. the hunt. He was on the Jesus hunt was a wook, bro. Yeah, yeah, he, they, he was on That's the, the most wook shit I ever heard in my life, was him just being like, oh, dude, we, we don't have anything. Let me turn this shit to wine, Yo, bro. John the Baptist was literally a homeless man, <laughs> like, from the woods. <laughs> and we know a wook named John Swag. John the Swag. <laughs> it all it all comes together. So what, what I didn't know about Paul was apparently before his revelation, he was actually a Pharisee and persecutor against the idea that Jesus was the Messiah. Like he was specifically like he was essentially a cop. Yeah, he was yeah. going from synagogue to synagogue, and he was like, "No, what are you doing?" That's Which dumb. My, guy, my guy literally changed his idea. He was yeah. Saul. When he was a, a persecutor yeah. and stuff, like, and then when he had, he had his his visions and stuff, he changed his name to Paul. Yeah. So Jesus. I just want to let everyone know, and any fucking hardcore Christians listening right now, because I know you probably lean a certain political way, Jesus was ACAB, they're, okay? They're not listening. Jesus was ACAB, bro. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, yeah, he was very much against, like, the occupation of the Romans. 
I mean, yeah, he was totally. I mean, he was kind of an anarchist in a lot of ways. Yeah, a cab. Jesus, he, my boy, anarchist. my boy would have Molotov the police station. Okay. Yeah. So as Christianity began to take hold <laughs> yeah, throughout the yeah, land, yeah. <laughs> as uh, Christianity began Fact. to take hold throughout the land and become a more popular subsect of Judaism, in 64 AD there was a massive fire that ignited throughout the city of Rome for over a week, burning two thirds of the city to the ground. To avoid accountability, Nero, the Roman emperor at the time, scapegoated the rising Christian menace for the destruction of the city, leading to scattered persecution of Roman Christians, which would last for the next 250 years, starting with the beheading of St. Paul, making him one of the most significant Christian martyrs next to Jesus Christ himself. But yeah. here today, we're here to tell you what actually happened and why the fire was actually started. Go ahead, K-Town, tell them. It was probably just like some fire fell somewhere and like a, i mean honestly so like what probably happened was they were having some fucking orgy with like some fucking suckling pig mm-hmm. and like somebody was fucking dry humping some 14 year old boy that they were fucking teaching philosophy to yeah dude it's real knocked over a fucking candle and spilt some fucking like oil olive oil on it that shit yeah, it's wrong baby there's yeah, oil yeah. everywhere these motherfuckers <laughs> yeah there's just literally olive, olive oil. they're bathing in olive oil they're eating <laughs> olive oil they're fucking rubbing olive oil on wounds and like, then they want to act surprised when their city catches fire <laughs> shit lights up so there it is y'all we told you the truth now now we're really honestly uh, yeah. solidifying our conspiracy podcast like uh, roots here but yeah, yeah there yeah. it is the great fire of rome actually started by olive oil orgies in rome i mean it is more surprise li- surprise more likely it did, honestly. Uh, but it was in these early decades of the persecution of Christians that one of the most notorious of all Christian texts would be written. And again, remember that the basis of the Messiah prophecy was that the sinful world, i.e. the Roman Empire for most Jews, would be destroyed so the Messiah could lead a new kingdom of God. A more specific and detailed account of this prophecy of Apocalypse was written in the 90s by a man named John the Elder. The final book of the New Testament, the book of Revelation. Yeah, the 90s, 1993. Hey, we were edgy. <laughs> it, was it was edgy time. It was probably yeah. 99. <laughs> but Biscuit just dropped and he was like, yeah, yeah, the fucking New Testament. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, again, it's it's around this time period that really a lot of the books were being codified. I mean, a lot of early Christianity was just letters from people all throughout like the Mediterranean, throughout Judea, people just recording their ideas and People were just writing some shit down, and this is one that really hit. John like John was people. either schizophrenic or on a lot of acid at this time, because that, mean, yeah. that shit's wild, bro. It's also crazy because, like, again, this is, like, right when the Christians are really coming, like, having the heat put on them. And he's just like, yeah, one day you're going to be in the pits of hell. You're going to be in boiling water and boiling pitch. Yeah. And there's going to be demons that are going to come out and they're going to eat you. And Jesus is going to come out. and he's There's going to be a triangle within a triangle that spits fire and a four-headed dragon and a two-headed lion and a bear. And Jesus is going to pick us up, and, and we're just going to be watching y'all laughing with Jesus and God. Yeah, Jesus is the nicest um, actually, dude ever. Actually, uh, people in heaven can't look down on hell, but people in hell can look up to heaven. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because don't, you don't want to be downer in heaven. That's a party, baby. Isn't that yeah, deep? you don't want, you you don't want, you, you want the motherfuckers outside the club looking in. Be like, that, damn. How are you going to hang from there. outside the club when you can't even get in? <laughs> <laughs> so it was also shortly after this time period that a man named Ignatius of Antioch first used the word Catholic, which came from the Greek word Catholicus, which means universal. In a letter, Antioch used this term to describe what he believed to be the united church that was founded by the original 12 apostles of Jesus. So ironically, you know, at the time, the word Catholic was used to refer to all the Christians that existed. Like, hey, we're all out here. Like, I just want to let you know over there in Crete, 
yo, we Catholic homies, you know, yeah. whereas now... This, this is a way to pull it all together back then, like, because it was all so fractured and separated. But, I mean, I, I just think that's so ironic because now Catholicism is, like, their whole thing is, like, look, no, we them boys. Yeah. Like, like, we're we, the ones with the authority. Way different now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, in response to the growing popularity and subsequent persecution of Christians, in 116 AD, a Roman historian and senator named Tacitus referenced Jesus' execution and acknowledged the existence of some of his earliest followers. Historians generally agree that this is one of the first official, non-religious documentations of Jesus' actual existence. Here it is. So remember when we said that we don't have any real documentation? This is really the first time we actually get documentation that is not like the Gospels. People hey. that believe he's the son of God, sort of. Not all of them exactly this time. But uh, yeah. So y'all want to read? This is a real uh, historical text from our boy Tacitus. But all human efforts, all the lavish gifts of the emperor and the propositions of the gods did not banish the sinister belief that the fire was the result of a conspiracy. So, Nero blamed and inflicted the most exquisite tortures on a class hated for their abominations called Christians. Christius, from whom the name had its origin, suffered the extreme penalty at the hands of Pontius Pilate, resulting in the most mischievous superstition which broke out not only in Judea, the first source of the evil, but even in Rome, where all the things hideous and shameful from every part of the world find their center and become popular. The shittiest scum fucking center of the planet. <laughs> you Rome. know, of course this shit would have happened in Rome. It's going to the fucking rats. <laughs> yeah, but I really love that he was at the same time still throwing shade at Rome. He was like, yeah, and fucking Rome is going to yeah, shit. Yeah, those fucking pussies in Rome fucking with the olive oil, eating the olive oil, fucking rubbing the olive oil and everything. Fuck them. You know it's the most hideous and shameful. What, what, did, what does Obi Wan say about fucking uh, Mos Eisley or oh, Mos Eisley? Fucking den of uh, <laughs> fucking the most heinous and evil. That's Rome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think that's that's actually kind of an interesting because really Rome was a very kind of contentious place throughout its history. I mean, there's constant civil wars at like every twist and turn of the Roman Empire, and also, I mean, it was just a very diverse world. Like, it's actually worth mentioning uh, the caveat that Rome was actually generally open-minded towards people of unique religions, as long as they recognized the authority of the Hellenistic religion first, which was the official pagan religion of the Roman Empire. There was a sort of don't ask, don't tell situation with Christians. Yeah, they weren't they weren't stressing it, but it's like, look, if it gets to be a thing, you gotta make a sacrifice to the to our pagan gods and just like carry on. I mean, sort of like it was kind of like a thing. It was kind of like weed, honestly. You know, it was like <laughs> it was like, look, like just just do the law. Usually, <laughs> like, they're like, yo, you can practice church or you can have an ounce of weed. Just don't be high on it. Don't be out in the street smoking it. Smoke it in your home. Keep it in the house. Don't make a big deal about it, or else then we're gonna have to fucking we gotta answer to the emperor. Yeah, don't tell me about it. First of all, yeah. I want to hear about First it. First of all, if you tell me, then I gotta do something about it. You know, the emperor doesn't fuck with you, so yeah. So if challenged by the state, Christians could have the option to offer a public animal sacrifice to the to the Roman gods, and if they refused, only then would they face persecution. It's like, look, check it out. I know, no big deal, but the emperor heard about you, so... I got you to this, kill this goat. We, we, we got this goat soaked in olive oil right now. <laughs> Just go ahead, light him on fire. We'll let you we'll keep go. the olive oil. Yeah, yeah, you can even keep the rest of the olive oil. Light him on fire, we call it a day, worship whoever. <laughs> Bro, what if it was like the first episode of Black Mirror and they had to fuck a pig? I mean, I, I, bro, I mean, what if 
What if they had a fuck a pig, bro? I wouldn't put that past, like, the some Romans, Romans honestly. With the olive we, got, oil? we got this pig just slathered in olive oil. Just go ahead and slide <laughs> in, slide right out. Uh, we call the day, you keep the rest of the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, for a little bit of, you know... Maybe some catch-up if you're really out of the loop. If you don't know, pagan, it's not anything really specific. It's not a specific religion. Pagan just refers to any religion with multiple gods. And the Roman pagan religion was the one with, like, Jupiter, Neptune, and Hercules, which were based on the Greek pagan religion gods such as Zeus, Poseidon, and Heracles. So we're just talking about, you know, you know what we're talking about, God of War shit. Original God of War shit. Genuinely. PS1, 2, 3. <laughs> oh, God of War came out on PS2. Okay, PS2, 3, 4, you know. Like people are like, oh, okay, that's where I'm coming. See, that's my hook. <laughs> uh, so even though all Christians had to do to not be persecuted was just suck it up and offer sacrifices to the Roman gods, many of them would still refuse and accept their punishment. The interesting thing about this, though, is that historians, some historians, claim that these early Christians actually wanted to be punished so they could be martyrs like St. Paul and Jesus Christ did before them. Because you got to remember, this is a whole religion based around sacrifice. Around and, martyrdom, yeah. I mean, think about the modern symbol of Christianity is a torture technique. We we literally see that today. Like people just want to be victims so bad. They're like making up shit in their head. They're like, "Oh, they're they're coming. They're making my kids gay. Like <laughs> it's a crime to be white." Like people yeah. still do that shit to this day. We talked about this a little bit on the our Japan on the history of Japan episode uh, when they were uh, trying to make the uh, the people step on a picture of Mother Mary to prove that they weren't like uh you know, uh, Christians and people are just like, Oh, I can't, I can't fuck it. Kill me. I can't step on this picture of the sacred, which is wild, dude. And like, (laughs) it's weird because like, it seems sort of batshit insane, but like in some way you kind of have to admire that level of conviction. Wow. You're really in it that deep. There's that story of Paul, like on the night that Jesus was, uh, taken a prisoner that Jesus wept. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. I mean, the night he was taken prisoner after the Last Supper. Different Paul from the one we mentioned earlier, by the way. It's worth um, mentioning. I thought it was the same Paul. No, that, that, the Paul that traveled was not an apostle. He didn't live during the time of Jesus. He just heard the, okay. the good news, brother. He was just going off of so, what he heard. But, but Paul, <laughs> like, literally uh, denounced Jesus three times in a crow crude. Or uh, some I thought shit. that was Judas. No, no, Judas betrayed him. Yeah. Sold him off to the Christians, but, like, so, like, the apostles, like, all, like, spread out. They're like, oh, fuck, we're about to get locked up. We got to run. Yeah. They ran, and then, like, people were like, aren't you one of Jesus's boys? And he was like, no. no. And he did it three times, and Jesus told him at the supper, you're... That he would do that. You're, you're gonna, dead to me. You're gonna... No, not that he was <laughs> dead kidding, to me. He I'm was like, you're gonna denounce me three times. And he was like, I would never do that, and he does it three times. But he like, forgave him. I mean, he lost his mind and, like, ran into the desert and shit. Yeah. Mm. Hey, because Jesus, because Jesus was that solid though. Jesus was yeah. just like, look, man, I know. I mean, he forgave him before he did it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's right. essentially he forgave, he, he forgave Alton. Which that's fucked like, him up. Which that's fucked like him what up. Told, yeah, that's what he told him at the dinner. He was like, I forgive you for doing this, but this is what you're gonna do. And he's, he's like, like, No, God, never. Bro, no, I'm ten toes down, bro. I would never, never <laughs> ever. So there's it. It always be your own people, bro. It'd be your own people, real, dog. Your own people. Since Christ, dog. Two thousand years, dog. Y'all gonna deny this podcast three times before this episode. Right? Yeah, y'all gonna give us uh, three one-star reviews before you finally change your mind and turn into a five-star. It'd be your own people, bro. So, there's a lot of historical debate over the extent of the persecution of the Christians, but many scholars still purport that early Christians were sometimes burned alive, crucified, hacked to death, and most famously, fed to lions. Which, the lions thing, I, I was reading that there's no historical evidence of the lion thing. I've there's heard no DNA? There's, there's like, no evidence of, like, any type of, like, 
like public execution of lions like by my understanding it's it's pretty like it's a pretty contentious thing a lot of sources i went to had different ideas about it i wouldn't be surprised apparently that was a thing that was done um and it would make sense that like since christians were a persecuted class like if someone didn't like them that could have happened but it's also important to know that like i think a lot of times regardless of like whether that's true or the full extent of this you know a lot of people kind of make it sound like Christians were persecuted, like, just constantly for 250 years. But in reality, it was actually, like, very spotty. Like, it would be, like, certain time periods, something would happen, they get blamed for something, or certain leaders. I mean, you have to remember all these different places of different, like, governors, there's different emperors. There, yeah, was, no, all, there was no Christian Holocaust. Yeah, yeah it wasn't, yeah. like, all connected. So even, like, when people, like, at the at the uh, fire of Rome, like, that was, like, a local thing. Like, Rome, that they were hated in Rome for a while, but this yeah. wasn't, like, you know, took a while for word to get around. Yeah, there might have been some scattered places that yeah. built up some prejudices, but by and large, like, Christians could still get by in a lot of areas pretty well. Like, I would kind of compare it um, almost to, like, what I would imagine it might be like to be Muslim in the United States, where, like, you know, I think a lot of places you go, and again, I'm not Muslim, I don't know, and I don't want to, you know, cast any shade or anything like that, but I think that, you know, if you're Muslim in this country, some places you live at, you're going to be around more accepting people, but then, like, if you go to some, like, town in, like, Alabama, it might be a little bit harder for you. I would say that's a good analogy, but, like, it, it definitely was worse. Like, people were getting killed much more often. Yeah, I think I think well, there was, was more, yeah. Time. But, like, that's, yeah, yeah. it wasn't, it, it was definitely no, like... World War II Holocaust type situation yeah, with that, the Jews. That never really happened. So, for the first few hundred years after Jesus' death, Christianity began to grow more and more popular throughout the Roman Empire, not only among Jews, but just among regular citizens, particularly with the poor who resonated with Jesus' teachings, like, you know, the, the poor shall inherit the earth, humility, those sorts of things, saying that rich people could not get into the kingdom of heaven. Shit that we fuck with, right? Yeah, he, he was, like, speaking to the people. I mean, yeah, I fuck with that, but, like, if someone told me tomorrow I could have a million dollars, like, alright, thanks. Mm. Mm. Jesus is speaking to the small folk. He's like, look, man, one day is going to be our time. Yeah, I mean, and, and this resonated with people so much that it actually began, began to be known by some people as, quote, a religion of slaves and women. <laughs> damn, these goddamn bitches! Yeah, that's pretty much These that. blue-haired fucking bitches. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah. What do they mean by that, you think? Dude, I think, honestly... I mean, what's lower than at that time than a slave and a this woman? Is like, this is like the poor folks. It like, was like being religion. woke, dog. Honestly, I think... Yeah, it's, I just, think, it's just a bunch of fucking gay. Like, it'd be the equivalent of just, like, nowadays, like, yeah, a bunch of fucking gays and they Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like when people slaves say, Slaves like, and fucking women. Oh, liberals, it's just a bunch of gays and communists. This you know? is a religion not to be respected. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't respect poor people and we don't respect... Women? Point. Yeah. No. No. I mean, yeah. That's I mean, yeah, how they felt. Yeah, that's how yeah. they felt. That's how it was. I mean, me. I respect women. These guys. Same. Do you dude. respect slaves, Mark? Abs I, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't want them to be. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah. Oh, you don't want them I'm, to live. I'm, I'm, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you, what do you count them as? Three fifths of a person? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got us. Damn. Damn. So as Christianity began to grow in popularity throughout the empire, there was one final major push from a Roman emperor named Diocletian that ruled between 284 and 305 AD. I want to say real quick, Dic you, ain't, you ain't having no problem saying these Greek and Roman... Uh, oh uh, yeah, but uh, you can't if, say, uh, Hideyoshi Toyotomi? I mean, you know, this is, you know, yeah. there's English has more roots with this language. Yo, there's a lot more stuff that we've borrowed from this language that yo, it's easier to yo, pronounce. Yo, but straight up, Diocletian sounds like a part of a vagina, like a medical term for, like, some 
part of a vagina. Oh, no, yeah, when you hit that Diocletian. Damn, yeah, girl, let me hit that Diocletian. Man, you're just hitting my Diocletian, not even my... <laughs> oh, yeah, you're hitting my Diocletian. And did you see that new episode of The Boys when uh, that dude went inside of that chick's Diocletian and exploded? Dude, that was savage, yeah, dude. Watch the new season of The <laughs> Boys. Fucking hashtag savage. <laughs> So Diocletian wanted to reassert the importance of the Roman pagan religion, like basically like it was not as popular anymore with the people. And he wouldn't go. He even went so far as to claim that he himself was a descendant of the gods, and that he would make Rome great again. <laughs> I mean, it was some shit, dog. I mean, hey, shouts to Diocletian. I man. mean, the Roman Empire like apparently almost fell apart in the third century. He came through, and and honestly, because that was what things were back then, he had to just be a savage. I mean, it it sucks. I call him Dice. <laughs> so, so Diocletian impl implemented laws enforcing more strict persecution of Christians, such as stripping land, owning rights, and even torturing and executing those that still refused to offer sacrifice to the Roman gods. Damn, so this was some real Israel-Palestine shit. I mean, Diocletian yeah. was like, Honestly, yo, yeah. seriously, I'm not playing anymore, y'all. If you don't fuck this greased up pig <laughs> like i will fucking burn you to the ground hey i'm fucking saying it right now fuck jesus fuck this pig bro if you fuck with your boy diocletian you gotta fuck this pig baby every Dude. time you deny this pig we're gonna we're gonna take a layer of olive oil off of it yo look at this pig goosey okay <laughs> you gotta fuck it Dude, the impression that I get is like, because again, like. It's the impression that I get. Like we said, there was scattered persecution for like 250 years, but I feel like Christianity was really catching on. Less and less people were really about this whole like Jupiter, Zeus, Hercules shit. And this guy's just like, all right, first of all, I'm actually related to those guys, so if you don't believe in this shit, you don't believe in me, and I'm the emperor, and. Fuck these dudes that refuse to believe this shit. It was like the last stand yeah, people of saw, that bullshit. Well, people stopped fucking with the gods because Kratos came in and killed all of them, okay? Which one? Was that the newest God of War? Or That's God that... of War 3, baby. Okay, okay. You can get that on uh, PlayStation 2, uh, I believe. I think it's uh, no, PlayStation 3. God, God of War 3 yeah. was PS3. Yeah, 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 you guys, uh, check PS3, God of War uh, 3. To, it's uh, on, keep up it's on PlayStation now, baby. You, they really need that shout out. I mean, honestly, we need to support. <laughs> yeah. Like Sony's a very small and it's a, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little upstart. It's a little upstart, yeah, but yeah. they're doing all right. So, despite this major systemic setback against Christians at the hands of Diocletian, the religion was still extremely popular throughout Rome until the point that there was eventually a Roman emperor whose own mother was a Christian, which is where we get to one of the most significant figures in the history of Christianity, Emperor Constantine. Damn, it really be your own mom sometimes. No, Damn. yeah, no, but Keanu Reeves came in there, and he was like, you know, <laughs> he was fucking with this shit. Yeah, his mom's was fucking with this shit. <laughs> his mom's was knee-deep in it. Mom was making some spaghetti, talking about Christ. So it's important now, like, Constantine was himself, like, a Hellenistic pagan, like, most of his life, as a matter of fact, but yeah. his mom's was always Christian. He always kind of knew about this shit. It was in, like, literally, like, one of his ears, basically. So he knew about it, and he had his sympathies. So yeah, she was, like, the gay uncle you didn't talk about back back in the, like, the 80s? <laughs> maybe. I mean, perhaps, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe. That's so, just his roommate. So, so Constantine, what was it? He was fighting some battle, and he had that vision. Yeah, there were like, uh, there was a Roman civil war going on, and Constantine once found himself pitted against the strong forces led by a man named Maxentius, who had an army twice the size of his, which would have spelled certain defeat by like any standards. He's like, this is it. I'm going to lose. But Constantine claimed that he had a dream before the battle, in which he saw Jesus Christ himself come down from heaven and instruct him to put a Christian symbol on the standards and shields of his army so that he could conquer the land. So he did it. 
Yep, he did this shit, and the battle wound up becoming a swift victory for Constantine, despite being uh, majorly outnumbered, and that convinced him that he had been aided by the Christian god, where the Roman gods had failed him. See, well, so he just came in like, hey, everybody, everybody, give me your shields. What yeah. actually <laughs> happened this... was the paint was mixed with uh, cocaine, mm. and they were just high. They were just huffing. They like... were berserking on these motherfuckers. Yeah, they were right? berserking. Yeah. And so they were taking three for ones, you know. Uh, I mean, that's wild, and I wish, I wish we could had you... more visions. <clears throat> could you yeah. imagine? <laughs> he had the... a few more. Visions? Hold on. No, I mean in general. Visions were a plenty back in the day. Yeah, everybody yeah. had a vision and the change. Maddie had one the other night. Remember that dream he was telling us about? Like that? <laughs> Y'all never let him finish. Because yeah, he wanted, was fucking... I wanted to hear yeah, dude, end. me and K-Town, like, we were fighting zombies with our fists and shit, and then, like... That was a cool dream. Mark yeah. came up yeah. on, like, a horse, and I was I, like, all right. I wanted to hear the end of that dream. He's like, then I forgot. <laughs> then I forgot. I forget. But, I mean, that shit is pretty crazy. This kind of reminds me, honestly, shout out to our History of Japan episode, when, like, uh, Japan was outnumbered by the Mongols, and then just a fucking uh, tsunami, tsunami just came in. Like, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, damn, I mean, like, if you live by this modern, this is a pre-scientific method time period, you're just like, yep, it there was, it is. Yeah, 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 Could you imagine time. how differently the world would have been if he had lost that battle? Because then everyone would have been yeah. like, yeah, Christianity's fake, bro. It, It'd still be some, like, like a shadowy pagan, not pagan, but, like, some, like, it, like, like imagine like about. how drastically different the entire planet would be if we all lost be this battle. Yeah, exactly. Perhaps, yeah. So after the war ended by 312, Constantine personally converted to Christianity, and a year later issued the Edict of Milan, which fully legalized Christianity in the Roman Empire and asked that Christians be treated with respect throughout the land. Yeah, 420 fucking blaze it, Jesus Christ, legalize motherfucker! It. They legalize it. You can't persecute my boys anymore because... We won the war, baby. Yeah, so again, he like I always thought that Constantine is the one that like actually made it the official religion, but he actually just legalized it mm -hmm, the whole time. Mm -hmm. He made it to where you can't persecute uh, Christians anymore, which is a big deal. Yeah, 20 deal. years ago, you had gotten locked up for selling weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now it's decriminalized. I mean, Now there's white women doing weed yoga while pregnant, and yeah. there's still black people in prison, probably. Just how 20 years ago, in this time period, you could have had your church and your house burned down. For being Christian. Now all the Christian churches look like dispensaries. I mean, look like Starbucks. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So before we move on to the next part and wrap up this episode, it's worth mentioning that throughout Christianity's early history, there were actually constant debates surrounding Jesus's divinity. Some believe that he was literally God himself incarnate. Others believe that he was simply an incredibly wise man, which is honestly what I believe. While others believe that Jesus was neither God himself nor a regular man, but like they took the idea of him being the son of God very literally. He yeah. is both He's God both. but separate. He's both. Yeah. They, they squabbled about this for a while, but it seems like they came down to... He's both. Yeah, Constantine was like, I can play both sides so that I always come out on top. top. baby. Yeah, yeah. So in the later years of his reign, Constantine organized the Council of Nicaea, which made a more formal declaration of early Christian laws that, re that would reject certain interpretations of Christianity and pave the way towards the idea of the Holy Trinity, which refers to God, Jesus, and an, a mysterious entity known as the Holy Spirit, which were all separate but connected entities. Hold on, hold so, on. Yeah. Ikea? Yeah, I was going to say, the only problem with the Council of Nikeo is just that, like, when they were done, they had all these extra screws and stuff. They didn't know if they had <laughs> bro, together right. Bro, so they were out here eating meatballs. <laughs> yeah. For free. They got too many of this one type of screw, but you know what? Free? There's always that one screw that was missing. 
um, for after the council, when they went to the council of IKEA, there's always that one screw. They had a special order. You ever had that happen before from no, IKEA? No, never. Really? I have like special straight, order. Yeah, a special order. I have order, straight that like all IKEA furniture in my in my house right now. Damn. I tell you what, if I had a special order of screw, I would not have that screw. So, so basically, this is one of the, to, to really wrap it up, but this is pretty important. Basically, this was the first time that political muscle would intertwine with Christian doctrine, forming the basis of what we now know as Catholicism, which at the time would have just been called Nicene Christianity. So, like, this is not, like, Green Day, but this is sort of like, um, maybe like Nirvana. Okay. Like, it's big. It's big now. Okay. It's big and it's official. Like, you're not listening to Michael Jackson anymore. We're listening to Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yes. Kate Town's favorite band. Yo, yeah. so real quick, let's listen to the Smells Like Teen Spirit of the uh, the Council of Nikea. Like, it's important to know, like, that re- that meeting um, codified a lot of what modern Christianity is. Yeah, and if they, you- that was, like, basically, like, them coming together and be like, okay, if nothing else... This is what we believe. This is the this is the fucking uh, mission statement, and this is what it is. Yeah, and that's where we get what is called the Nicene Creed, which was originally written and spoken during the, Ni- the Council of Nicaea. And chances are, if you went to a lot of churches, or if you went to church when you were a kid, you've probably heard this. So let's get let's do this shit. If you don't know already, here it is. Here is the basis of the Catholic religion. I believe in one fucking God, the fucking Father Almighty. Make a fucking heaven and earth of all things visible and invisible. And by the way, we're reading this in the same universe as uh, New York Italian. Yeah, New York Italian. New York Italian fucking Roman Catholic, baby. I believe in one fucking Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten son of fucking God. I was going to say more of like a Boston uh, departed. Uh... Born of the fucking <laughs> father before all ages. Bunch of fucking fire God fighters. from fucking God. Light from motherfucking light. True God from true motherfucking God. Begotten. begotten. Not made. Uh, what's this word? Consubstantial. Consubstantial I mean, with the fucking father. It's consubstantial. Through you him, jackass. all fucking things were made for us men and for our fucking salvation. He came down from heaven and by the holy fucking spirit was incarnate of the virgin fucking Mary and became man. For our sake, he was fucking crucified. Under that motherfucking piece of shit, Pontius Pilate. Fuck that guy. He fucking suffered death and was buried and fucking rose again on the third day in accordance with the motherfucking scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the motherfucking father. He will come again in glory to judge the fucking living and the fucking dead. And his kingdom will have no fucking end. Hey, so Nicene, what do you believe? What is going on here? I believe in the holy fucking spirit, the motherfucking Lord, and the goddamn giver of life who proceeds from the father and the motherfucking son. Who with the father and the son is fucking adored and motherfucking glorified. Who has spoken through the fucking prophets. I believe in one 
fucking holy fucking Catholic, Catholic bitch. apostolic church. I confess one fucking baptism for the forgiveness of fucking sins, and I look forward to the fucking resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Baby, baby. A motherfucking mim. There it is, bitch. That's the fucking council. Don't believe that shit? You're legal now. Now, thank you guys for having Macrocross play at your church. <laughs> <laughs> what if we, we should end every Macrocross show with that. Nice just the Nicene Creed. That shit was hard, bro. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, dude. When yeah, back then, like you hearing that shit, like a dude with that accent yelling I, that shit. I would, get, I would get fucking torqued for that, bro. All right, y'all. Open this shit up. A fucking men rip some fucking heads off. I look forward to the resurrection of the fucking dead. Kill someone you fucking love. <laughs> Dude, that is crazy. When I was a kid, I used to just hear that. I remember at some point as a teenager, I tried church again. And that line, I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. <laughs> and like wildest. all these grandmas and, and well-to-do adults are like, yeah. The resurrection the of the beat, dead. The beatdown just goes in. Dun, 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 that's dun. definitely where it slows down, right? That's yeah. the slowdown. That's that's the new mosh call for the next time we play. <laughs> oh, I look forward to the. I look forward to the fucking resurrection and the life therefore after. Amen. That's like a wild fucking thing to end a prayer on. Well, it's is it a prayer? It's a creed. Right? It's, it's a, a creed. creed. Yeah, it's it would be in a prayer book. Yeah, these a, motherfuckers were talking about fucking shit up for this shit okay <laughs> that's what he's saying he's like this is my shit now just in case for my families for my friends <laughs> but what's I look forward to the dead what's really important about that though and like why like this is the prequel to catholic church is like that that nicene creed that is the basis of catholicism this is specifically our interpretation of christianity because remember again there were a lot of other christians that kind of had their own ideas of what christianity was some of them didn't even believe that jesus was the son of god or holy they thought that he was just a really really good guy but he was like no no first of all he was the son of god and he was a man and he was a man and third of all fuck you so, after years of Christianity being able to flourish with impunity, three Roman emperors issued the Edict of Thessalonica, which legally banned other forms of Christianity and declared Nicene Christianity, otherwise known as Catholicism, as the official state church of Rome, finally replacing the ancient pagan religion of Hellenism uh, to form the basis of what would eventually become the Holy Roman Empire. Okay, Catholicism so in, Hellenism out, Holy Roman Empire... You're Welcome. Next. So this yeah. is literally yeah. when uh, Anakin killed the younglings and became Lord Vader. Yeah. Like this is literally the, the, the turning point. Like he's he, it's. So we just did this the is the foundation of the Galactic Empire. So we yeah. just did the whole prequels. Just yeah, now. yeah. Like yeah. literally, Dude, look at us. That's everything. That's when it was low key. That's when it was kind of like uh, you know, sort of homegrown, almost punk rock sort of thing. But in the next episode is when we're going to get into, like, the empire. Like, when it actually yeah. becomes an empire, when colonization gets into the mix, when the Crusades, the Crusades. get into the mix. Jesus everything. is literally in heaven right now doing Obi-Wan's line, You were the chosen one! Yeah, and then, dude. like, the church is the, I hate you! Yeah, <laughs> it's about to get savage. This is the empire now. Fuck you. Catholicism, bitch. <laughs> so stay tuned. Like we said, this is going to be an ongoing thing. We won't get right back to this, but in a few episodes, we'll pick up with part two and uh, hope you were there to continue the journey with us. But for now, 
we must let you go. Make sure you guys follow us on all our socials, on the Facebook, at the Good Times Are Killing This Podcast. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you might want to offer to the part two episodes and where we're going. On the Instagram, memes. On the Twitter, at uh, good underscore times underscore dead. Dead, 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 dead. Yeah, y'all, this journey is far from over. Again, we have to space it out a little bit because this is a really big episode requiring a lot of research. A lot of the research for this episode even started like a, a couple episodes ago, honestly. Um, so this is a pretty big thing. We're going to take a, we're going to do a few more. We got some fun stuff for the summer. We've got some more Does It Hold Up episodes. We got, uh, we got a big one coming up. We don't, we still don't exactly know what our next episode is going to be, but we're going to decide right now. But, That's uh, not for them to know. Don't yeah, let them out yeah, yeah, That's it, for us to know and you to fucking find out. We know exactly what we're going to A motherfucking mem. But let's just say that no matter what, like if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, the history of Christianity, they're going to get on this shit. Like, no, we've got some stuff that is very, very, very far south of Christianity. We're still getting stupid, y'all. Don't yeah, worry yeah. about that. So thank y'all so much for listening to the Good Times of Killing Us podcast. Our intro and ad music are from Dettermine and our logo was designed by Rusty Painter. And, and uh, I want you to take a second and think about this pain. <laughs> so, you know, in this series, we're doing, you know, a total devotion to the one Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, uh, this guy, he lived, he did miracles, he did magic, he made bread into fucking more bread. He made wine, we got <laughs> fucked up. And you know what? He died, at least you were told he was dead. But here's the truth, guys, Jesus Christ, he is going to come back from the motherfucking dead. <laughs> Harold King, <laughs> you're the bloody King Harold, y'all. Um, a fortnight ago, he was right at the hog's head. He was bloody was. <laughs> Jesus came and gave us beans. <laughs> we were out of beans and toast, and Jesus came with a basket and gave us beans oh, and toast. Oi, I had a can of beans, and me mate had some toast. Oh, if I had a bean, oh. I, I was would, always, he I would tell fuck me, it. He'd always tell me I fucking can't stand your beans. And I'd tell him, you know, I can't stand your toast. But Jesus came, put it together, and then we we made passionate love. You're a, fan, you're a fan of my beans, aren't you? Pint ran dry. Oh, In I comes have. Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> feels it right up, he does. <laughs> and some fish. Take a drink of it. And what is it? Beer and beans. <laughs> Meat and beans, actually. Sorry. To be historically accurate. Sorry. Oh, I'm actually there drinking mead. <laughs> Fills it right out with beans, he does. So for the first... The beans were plentiful. 